when i got in a wheelchair the whole world looked very different on me the whole world looked with a point of sympathy a lot of limitations were placed on my head then i started getting aggressive then i started getting angry at life then i started playing the blame game at life my aggression was uh, it was deadly and i was done i was dusted i was put on the ground 6 feet deep and i was like dude i either close my eyes and stay here or i have to do something Welcome to the Monk with Braids podcast. I'm your host the Monk with Braids or Lighthouse whatever you'd like to call me. And as you guys know, I say I say this in every single introduction. We're a podcast that brings amazing inspirational people with inspirational stories. Today we have Sujit who's beaten the world record for the largest GPS drawing done by an individual. He's a three-time TEDx speaker, a level 3 personal trainer. and winner of the most inspirational personality sto- most inspirational personality and he's a rapper sujit welcome to what, my what, podcast what's up thank you so much for coming here while i see all these amazing things you're doing while i see all these accolades and everything i want to know who is the person behind the story your instagram handles the sujit story but who is sujit first of all man an absolute pleasure and i love the i love the name the monk with braids i know even before the cameras were on i was asking you what's the story about that and it's yeah. like a very amazing inspirational story and uh, yeah so dubai by the storm has been a lot going on lately and i'm very grateful for it and the guy behind it if i have to give it to you in uh, simple lines i would say somebody who's very driven very aggressive and very very mindful that's so yeah. interesting yeah no because i was thinking wow. like what defines me and i have people ask me like who are you right like and it's and it's not like oh my name is sujit i'm born and raised here i'm 25 whatever it's that's not the identity. thing identity yeah it's about who you are right like and what kind of person do you identify yourself as and i can generally say i am a person who's very driven who's very aggressive and who's very uh, mindful about things yeah Before anyone cancels you. <laughs> what do you mean by aggressive? Let's let's clarify that. Oh, with bit. my approach, like I yeah. know I'm a very extreme dude, like you know, generally Same. speaking, uh, I'm not I'm not a I'm not really a, uh, a softy in certain things. You know, for some reason I can take a lot of hard hits. You know, it's not just because of the accident. I mean, accident probably triggered that part in me, but then over a point of time I think I've just become a guy who's most than most people i know and i generally like to believe it as well but the most i know who i can take a hit and i'm very aggressive in my approaches as in i'm very extreme if i wanted to get something done no matter how it is Half i would get it done yeah like for example there are days i'll give you a couple of examples right there are days in the gym where i'm working out i'm literally feeling my back breaking okay like i i can i could tell and i have support of guys helping me you know to stabilize my back and i'm while i'm doing bicep curls but i can really feel like though it's as the session is going intense I'm going crazy you know with the weights and at that at those moments I don't care if my back breaks I remember I need to do my reps that's that's one mm. part of it this is this is a mentality part I'm talking about right uh in 2018 I pulled a car uh in um in Nebraska International School with the Chris Fade show What? Yeah, I pulled You've a car. You pulled a car? Yeah, so I was planning to pull a car just for a stunt like you know just to do it because someone in 2017 in Dubai Muscle Show they were like hey you you're also like i was into gymming and all back then and the physique was Still, pretty bro. evident yeah but i'm 8 months off so guys fi this is not <laughs> my actual physique i'm coming back on his podcast after 2 months that time you should see it again for sure and no, for uh, sure yeah so the guy just joked like you know hey you should uh, do something and he's a strong man in dubai he's an emirati strong man and he 
pulls cars and trucks with his hair and mm. uh, i was like dude pulling a car are you mad like you know that was the thought in my head and in 2018 i thought why not i was like let me try it out and i called my friends and i'm like i took my car to moesna and i pulled a car and i was able to pull it and i was like dude this is too easy i have to up the game and i put i added one more car with my car holy shit and i pulled the cars and then i i called chris I'm, i was just chatting with him i was like dude i'm going to do this just for a stunt he's like well, if you're doing it why don't you do it with us in virgin radio's 30 days 30 days 30 schools yeah. uh, program and i was like cool and so i ended up pulling the car but what people don't know is so i was so determined to do that event even though the first time i did it was easy for me way it was in back in like 17 or 18 beginning by the time this conversation is happening it's towards the end of the year and uh, when i tried to do that again it was it was like a freaking rock that wouldn't move these cars i gave it my everything which means i used to almost pass out every day in mohesna doing this wow. i used to secretly take my car without my mom and all dad knowing because they would never approve of it and i would take it to mohesna i would pull these cars and i would come back home dead right and i used to pass out literally pass out and people mm. used to throw water and i used to get back at it and then do it again and then do it again mm. and then do it again until it started working well right and on the day i pulled a car that weighed what like 1250 kilos insane and you know so for me yeah for me aggressive as in because i'm very i'm very i can i could be very uh, i don't know some people would take it offensive on the how level of aggressive i am but i just know if you have to get things done that's the approach towards it i think that's the mindset that has helped me uh come this far as well i feel you know i want to know bro why like and i really want you to think about mm-hmm. this like you're doing all these like amazing things mm-hmm. this car mm-hmm. like passing out and still going yeah. um not not being in a position where things are like the easiest but still like mm. just pushing and pushing yeah. and pushing why i don't have a choice i'll tell you why when i got in a wheelchair right when i got in a wheelchair the whole world looked very different on me yeah. you know the whole world looked with a point of sympathy a point of yeah. uh, some was empathy some was sympathy but a lot of sympathy a lot of limitations were placed on my head today i know for a fact as long as i'm in a wheelchair i have to give it my 110% or 150% to be equal into someone's 110% yeah you know i want to be out there i want to i want to make an example i want to make an example to people for some reason from my life i'm able to do it and i'm able to do so much why can't you why can't you change your life i'm very driven and i said about mindfulness is because i genuinely like people to change their lives for good i am an underdog i wasn't born with a silver spoon i didn't have it given to me i wasn't handed mm-hmm. over it and uh, not even this attitude like everything just built over time to 10 folds better and i know a lot of people out there who are capable of so much more they're capable of doing great things men women children but they lack this confidence they lack this you know they're insecure about certain things they're seeking validation there's so much of it like these are just few things i've i've uh, told you and uh, i need to work very hard because this is something i feel this is one of my purposes in life by the way and there's an incident when i really felt that was this speaking and you know doing something good in life or making an example out of it i'm not perfect you know i i've told that over and over i have my own flaws of course but when i am in we'll my discuss zone, that today don't worry sorry we'll discuss the flaws we'll, and the we'll discuss it all, all and that. you know so when uh, i saw people were changing their lives or they were making decisions and they were dming me at one point of time i was getting a lot of that they were dming me and they were messaging me on facebook that you know i did this this sujit because i saw you doing this i saw you speaking about this and i wanted to ask you some more things about it i started joining the gym because i i see you're still at 11 o'clock even though you're dead tired you're religiously going for it then i asked myself why can't i Got so you know 
I want to set that example. I have to reach in that certain point. And I want to do this for my family. I want to be in a better position so I can give my life and to my family. And I cannot give it to them unless I get there. Mm. So the minute I get there and I work and I give everything I have and when I get there, I'll be able to give a life to my, a great life to my family, great life to people around me. And I will be able to help people without questions asked. You mm. know, why not? There is so much to give. There's so much to give. There's so much to get. People are just so scared in that balance that everyone is grabbing or everyone is... Uh, Everyone's taking. Yeah. Why? So I would have a... What I really love about what you're saying is that... I mean, there's so many things I love, but a big part of it is that you're doing it for something more than you. Like, you see yourself as a... You're a small part of society, but an integral part nonetheless. Right. And I love that you're talking about doing it for your family, doing yeah. it for... You know, so much of what you do is giving. And do you think that's what motivates you to some I, extent? I'll, I'll tell you what. It didn't start as giving. That it is more than you. It's bigger it, than it, you. It started with it started with proving people wrong. Like I was done at one point of time oh. with everyone telling me you can't do this, you can't do that. So I, I just went mad aggressive. You know, yeah. I've, I used to wheel from Sharjah all the way to Dubai uh, just to work wow. out in Business Bay. And I've, I've done mad things. You know, I've like the, the way I used to work out, the way I used to try and everything... Like physical limitations was a problem. Like people just don't think about gym, gym, gym. No, when I mean that, it is not easy for me back in the day to actually physically go and push myself to get a physique to people to start recognizing, noticing it, to invite me, to be a speaker, you know, to start, you know, answering questions, talk about my story. There's a there's a lot of journey. It's not just about working out, but it started there in the gym. Yeah. That confidence brought me where I was ready to die. I was ready to kill myself in the gym. Yeah. You know? with everything that you're going through and it started off as like something that right. you do it and then it became like more. i'm doing it for my family i'm doing it for when i when i got there and i started seeing results were happening life was getting better because for the longest time it wasn't better like from 2013 till 15 it was a tough, very very tough phase believe me i've, I've been through hell i think those years and i and it, those three four years i already passed through uh and 14 surgeries you know it, so it oh was not God. easy you know how many months yeah. in the hospital it was a lot of months in the hospital 14 when, yeah i've had uh, 18 surgeries till date oh and God. 14 of them was done in this time period and when i came back you know when i started seeing life was getting better gymming was happening i was uh, asked to be a speaker in certain shows and you know people are recognizing and people are getting motivated by me and then one incident that changed my life was when i was in dera city center and i saw this actually that was one major incident but this lady comes to me and she's like, aren't you, Sujit? I've seen your interview on uh, Asian and uh, radio. And uh, I just want to say you're very inspiring. And I sent your videos to my nephew who's in a wheelchair. Oh. And she broke down. For the first time in my life, I think I saw a grown woman breaking down in Dera city center talking to me. Because she sends uh, my videos to her nephew who just had an accident. And I thought to myself... Dude, you know, you know, like, that was a very emotional moment for me. That was a very, like, that was something now. that just, that just got stuck to my head. And I was like, I asked myself, dude, what did you do that you deserve such goodness, you know, from someone mm. who, like, your story helped motivate someone, you know, and she has never seen me. It was like, by luck, she just saw me passing by Dera City Center. And then the messages I started getting, the DMs I started getting uh, of people ask, telling me their most personal stories the most personal stories and asking me for a solution like things you wouldn't probably tell anyone yeah 
and uh, i asked i have asked a lot of people why are you asking me this they're like for some reason i feel you might have an answer to my problem so when i found myself in a position that i could actually guide someone to do something right or make a better choice why would you know i i i'm i felt so grateful in life so i felt somewhere my purpose was driven there you know and that's why i love to do it that's why i keep pushing so i if i stop believe me i know at least there are i'm not saying there are thousands of people watch me but i'm for sure i know that at least some five or 10 people out there who be like damn if this guy could if this guy gives up then what what hope do i have right yeah. so but but it can also go the other way around if yeah. this guy is doing it Then Damn it! I can do it, and I know so many people who who have. I feel like that, bro. Done that, you know. I feel like that with you. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure, though. It is. Like, yeah. it's so much freaking pressure for you to be like, have all these people that count on me, and you've had so many journeys now. Right. Well, I know we're we're gonna have to ground ourselves and go back to the story and back to everything. Um. to the journey but how do you deal with this pressure of having to be that inspiration for people having to have these answers for people because people think that you just know and for you to have so many journeys as a rapper as a trainer and everything you want to do in your life like that's a lot of pressure it's a lot of journeys to go that on that is but you know just to pinpoint one by one the when people ask me certain things no i genuinely with my whole heart i really think about what to answer them because what i say can be a life changing can either give them hope or it can make them feel like i don't know so where else to go pressure, bro. you know That's so, so much pressure bro so much pressure thankfully i feel so far i have done a a decent job yeah. you know, at least thankfully i think i have done a decent job and i try to help as much as because why not like what i have nothing to lose you know but somebody wants to change something in their life and you know they probably want to do that for the longest of times and they don't know how to and probably one uh question to me and if i can tell them the right thing and i really try to tell them the right thing or what i generally feel is right in my heart uh not for me or for them but i genuinely feel this is the right way to do things and that's what i tell them yeah and uh, the pressure the, this is the funny part about the pressure thing right so what is the point of life if you're not doing your absolute best and i'll tell you what i genuinely believe 99.9% in like the actual dot uh don't do what they are capable of doing 100% and huh? why i say that is because in a freaking wheelchair i've done a lot of stuff man like come on yeah. i mean i i try i have a day job i i try to try to uh do a decent work over there yeah. if i have a gig or speaking i i have that i have that in plan if i'm writing music i'm trying to write music this is not like every day i'm not like allocating time for it but i'm telling you in a general aspect if i have to meet some people for some meetings or get creative with my content to post on ig and uh, you know try to be a better role model by the day there is a lot of pressure but is it possible it is possible because i remember uh someone in a movie i think it's a movie or something or in a podcast i'm not sure it's ages ago the guy asked end of the day when you go to bed You look in the mirror and you just ask yourself one question. See, dude, you know, Sal, I can you I can lie to you. You can lie to me. You we both cannot look in the mirror and lie to ourselves. Like even if we say some Facts. any lie, you know for inside, dude, that is not the actual truth, right? But I can yeah. be a that good of a actor that I could lie to anybody in their front, right? Yeah. But if you go back in the mirror and you look in the mirror, end of the day, and you ask yourself, um, have you given your absolute best? Yeah. And that answer. will tell you the re- will tell you 
why from so many years or so many months we have people have been sulking on why they have not got their goals why they have not got that body why they have not got that job why they have not got the place they want to be in life yeah because end of the day when you go back home ask and i'll tell you something this is a funny thing about life right you feel that you are doing a lot yeah we feel we are doing a lot go back home end of the day and just literally write down the things you did i woke up i had my breakfast i probably chilled for a bit i what i did work from what 9 to 5 and then what you did and if you feel you have a whole productivity after you write that like for a week you right you see how much you've actually you actually done. see how much you've done yeah. and then be like dude what have i done 24 hours in a day i slept like 9 hours i just wasted chatting watching netflix youtube for like 4 3 hours i did my 9 to 5 which was like a good amount of hours yeah and what else did i do and then why are you complaining then after months and months of months of doing the same thing and on the weekends you're out there just partying with your friends and yeah. chilling and not doing anything saying it's my break it's my sunday i need a rest from my weekend me time i need some me time you're not going to get anywhere in life with that attitude yeah. you, i mean if you don't want something and you're happy with where you are great for you but when you want something and you want to be there believe me these questions you ask yourself how you plan your day yeah. so this is something i've i've always done i literally planned i've planned my entire day yesterday at 2 o'clock in the night before i went went to bed yeah. so i know exactly what i'm doing after this podcast i know exactly what's the next 7 to 8 things i'm doing right after for the for the whole day you know the agenda for the whole day planning your yeah. day is how things get done you have yeah. to do that and i think so much of it is just fear of failure right i think people create an environment for mm. themselves mm. that doesn't trigger any insecurities any weaknesses and any opportunity I to fail i have a fear i have a fear it was i think i think it was i think probably the same thing but i'm not sure but i'm still telling you two words for it it was fear of failure but now it's the fear of being average like when yeah. i know i can be i can be at a, and i genuinely mean it with no arrogance when i know i can be a legend why would i not be that yeah why would i die average or at least die trying you know what i mean and i genuinely think that's what i meant with with all humbleness and not arrogance uh i genuinely believe i can be great i genuinely believe i can because i have used everything in my skills and if i have got at su- from a such a negative physical aspect and mental obviously and i have got this far i sh- i'm sure i can get 10 folds better yeah for sure of course so why would i stop you know so yeah. that is that is the thing about you when you said about pressure earlier why would i stop it's yeah. not killing me right i'm able to balance it out yes i have my on off days you know there are days it is too tiring it is to this thing but i keep at my journey because i know my goal yeah and you know it's 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 for me it's for my family it's for the people around me it's for people in general and it's life man you have to experience life your life is not 9 to 5 yeah and a lot of people think their lives are 9 to 5 and you know i feel there's so much to experience see take feel talk share Everyone has a purpose, right? Yeah. Everyone has like something that defines them, that makes them the odd one out and special. But a lot of people are afraid to just make that effort. A lot of people are afraid to fail. On honestly, like yeah. what I've realized recently is that like you go to a zoo, you see this beautiful like tiger, but it's confined in this cage and it has freedom on the outside. It has all these amazing things it can do. but it's confined in their in this cage and i think anyone that lets fear that lets weakness rule their life they are no different to that animal confined in a cage an analogy i heard recently where they talk about this guy who has a thorn like in his in his arm mm-hmm. and it's connected to a nerve right in his body 
So anytime the thorn gets touched, obviously it really, really hurts. So this guy is a very social guy, loves partying, loves going to clubs, um, has a girlfriend and, you know, all these things. So he goes, he loves going to a club, but now he has this thorn and it, every time he goes to a club and there's people dancing around him, the thorn gets hit, it hurts too much. He's like, no, this hurts too much. I'm going to stop. Right. Then he wants to hang out with his friends, but sometime when his friends hug him or, you know, he goes outside again, the thorn gets hit. So he stops hanging out with his friends. Then at some point he's at home with his girlfriend and his girlfriend wants to get intimate. But again, the thorn gets touched and it hurts too much. So he's like, I can't do this. I have to break up with you. This guy lives his whole life around this thorn not being touched. Mm. And in the end of the day, you have two choices. Either keep the thorn and do everything you can from to prevent it not being hit or take out the damn thorn. Yeah. Just take it out. Yeah. And it hurts in the beginning, but at some point you're going to be able to do all these things that you never thought you could do when you had it on. And I think this is a physical thorn I'm talking about, mm. but I think we have thorns in our hearts and in our brains where we have insecurities. What if I fail? What if I'm not good enough? Yeah. And taking those thorns out is so important. Knowing what those thorns are is so important. And I say all of that to say that I feel people should be unapologetically you. Yeah. That's authentic, that's, that's right? That's my definition to the whole thing. Validation, yes, people seek it. You know, I mean, we all seek it in one way or the other. You know, when I post on Instagram, I hope my, my videos get a thousand reaches or, you know, people see it. But seeking validation for who you are, mm -hmm. that's a very wrong thing to do. And I know a lot of people get entrapped in that. Will people like me? I'll let me try to be more sociable for them. Maybe I don't want to generally do this, but people tend to do that. You know what I mean? Mm. And they get dragged into that loop where they just end up the day. They're not even living for themselves. Everything that they do from the work, from the social circles that they are with just to fit in, just to be around. The things that they post on Instagram because that is what is viral and what people want to see. Yeah. And not authentic self. Have you seen some of the videos, some of the influencers? I was going through Loving Dubai's one post yesterday and there's this yeah. talking about this one female and she's an influencer and how her videos started uh, clicking. And her videos are only her literally sitting in a car, sitting in a room, just talking about how her day went, what are her thoughts about uh, mental health, what are her thoughts about relationships no wow. and things. And, it was the, and she's got 194k, my friend. From 6,500, she shot to 94K in a span of very, very, very short period. In a span of two months, if I'm not wrong. Wow. So that was insane. And it was very, she was just being her authentic self, you know. There was nothing facade to it, nothing fancy about it. It's relatable, right? And it's so relatable, right? And people get stuck in this. And I tell people, be unapologetically you. Yes, believe me, there will be so many people, you know, from a 100% crowd, just accept this fact. 20% are not going to like you. 20 to 30% will not like you. That's yeah. just the way people are. There is no control over it. You don't have to be liked by everyone. The world is 7, 8 billion people. You might know 1,000 people. From that, 300 of them might not like you. Big deal. You still have another 7 billion to tap to. Yeah. Stop chasing, stop wasting your entire life and trying to not be you for that 300 people. Yeah. And people are not always going to like you. They'll not always accept the things that you say. I, a lot of people don't accept some of the things I say, some of the things I might do, or the way I behave, or the way I'm aggressive, or the way I'm loud. Yeah. It doesn't bother to me. No, it doesn't. Because end of the day, that is me. Yeah. So even if I, even I might not like somebody, there will be still some people where that person fits in. Yeah. Where that person feels that that person is them. Embrace that. And make the most of that. Yeah. Be you. This is a world of, this is not a world of one attitude. 
yeah. or one personality. It's a world of multiple personalities and attitudes. Yeah, and I think also like okay, that's a big part of it. But then also sometimes people just don't care. Like I don't think it's that deep. Like I I heard this thing where it's like in your twenties you're always worried about what people think of you yeah. and what they say about you. In your for in your forties you stop caring uh, about what people say about you, what people think about you. Yeah. In your sixties and seventies you realize that. Actually, nobody no one cared, cared about you in the first place. No one cared. So that that is a very good point. You know, actually, your entire twenties—that's so right. Your twenties till your almost thirties or something is when you realize, like that person starts dying. Like you know, we're actually, I'm not going to give a damn about people, right? Yeah. But it's so peak when you're in your eighteen and nineteens and twenties, right? Mm. In that initial phase, you're like, should I? I mean, everyone's going to care about what I'm going to do, how I dress, how I talk, how I have to look cool. I have to be in my circle, right? Yeah. But as you grow older, you don't give a damn. So that's why you have people like me and you telling them, you can actually do that in your twenties. Yeah. You know exactly. I mean, this is w- what is about. This is, I think, what the podcast we're giving them knowledge so that people can change decision, they can make better choices, and telling them that it's okay. You know. So if I could do that, I tell people, dude, you have a lot of time. Yeah. You have a lot of time when you're talking about failures, right? I was once in a gym with two people, and I was. I was doing all that. I was 25 years old at that time, and I was doing. I was making my name, and you know, I was trying to get there. I was trying to get into a better position, like you know, as as a as a person, get more, a little bit more recognized, so I could have opportunities come for me better, you know, and do do better and get there, right? Yeah. And I remember telling this person, man, like, shit, I don't know, man. I think I'm running out of time. I'm getting too old for this. And like, how old? <laughs> these two guys are like, how old are you? And I'm like, I'm 25 years old. And our guys like, he's a very successful dude. Yeah. He's like, dude, I'm freaking 35 now. Okay, and that's when he really kind of blew out of proportion. Like he was doing great, but he's also he was blowing out of proportion at the age of thirty-five. The other guy was also, I think, close to thirty-eight yeah. or sort. He's like, "Boy, you have so much of time, so chill out." So what I tell the guys is like, you know, people start freaking out at the age of twenty, twenty-three nowadays, right? Guys or girls, it may be. There is so much. I'm thirty-one now, and I still tell myself there's so much of plenty of time. Yeah, there is sure. ample amount of time to do things, try things, make mistakes, learn from it. And keep moving forward. So why right? are people so worried, and why do they're people? They're scared. They're scared. Like you said, meditation. You spoke about meditation. Right? Love the it. problem with it is the problem with the people's attitude is everyone is worried about your. Uh, your they, they're worried of the unseen future. Yeah. Or they're just living in their past successes or their sa- or their miseries. How many people are living in the present? That's it's the thing. Very rare. It's very rare. Days. And I know people have heard that a hundred times. Hundred times, but I'll tell them crystal clear, breaking it down. Ninety-nine percent. When I have got, I've had this problem. I've got, I've got stuck in the loop of my previous successes. Oh okay? yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. that is a very uh, important point to talk about. And thankfully, I've had some friends now and then who have reminded me of that. Like, listen, it's done. Okay, you're not as great, or you have not done that big as how you did. Even after my Guinness World Record, I'm my friend. I was like, uh, record holder, my friend. He's like, yeah, dude, it's like six months over. Yeah, that's done. It's just a thought in your head. Now, now. you have to move forward. Yeah, yeah you had yeah. a glorious moment, but now you have to move forward and do the next best thing. Yeah, like you have to better yourself. Yeah, right? it's about that. And but that's a good friend right there. It's <laughs> a very good friend. I and believe more, me, you yeah. have people like that. Keep them in your lives. People, you know, yeah. the ones who praise you, be careful of them. Be thankful that they are praising you. And they're very happy. But be mindful that that words and that uh, praises and appreciation you get can keep you in a stuck of an endless loop. Thinking that you have always made it, made it, made it, made it. Yeah. And then you realize how far you are back, and everyone else is doing. So that's the problem. The minute you win something, or the minute you you gain a big achievement, your uh, 
drive kind of slows down yeah because you feel you have done something but it's a constant journey up 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 but let's go back to that i want to i want to talk about the thing you were saying about how your friend told you that it's just something that has already gone yeah. and that you don't want to live in your past achievements yeah. and you want to constantly strive to do more like, like you were going to say that yeah you know yeah. so so then it's so people get stuck in that so i think that is something they have to be very mindful what is done is done like you did the work you put it out there there is a results that showed for it doesn't mean you keep living on that that you made it you know nobody even the biggest stars in the world say like you constantly yeah. have to make it till you make it make it make it and once you make it like sharukh khan says i love the guy to death he says that everyone has become a star in the industry okay but the problem is after they all become stars everyone feel they became a star i am still a superstar sharukh khan is telling i'm still a superstar because even after i'm on top it's easy to get on top it's hard to stay on top yeah you know and 100%. that lines hit so hard to me it is literally it's possible to get on top but it's very hard to maintain that and still have that level of drive and motivation so it's important not to be banking on your past successes or bank on your past failures thinking that you're not good enough to do something great as well mm. so that is important that's so important and we fail dude i believe me i have failed so many times i have been i've been embarrassed i've been look i've looked i don't know i've done some stupid things you know which was which was not called for but i was a kid i was learning i was i was in the process of getting better and today i'm more mindful and more understanding and same thing with the fear part was uh, stop worrying about where people will like you or not stop worrying about how you're going to come across stop worrying about what those numbers are going to be or uh, will you fail or will you will you will i'll tell you something about uh, failure or moving forward i'll tell you there's only one possible outcome if you don't move forward that you will be in the same place but one another outcome is that you will get somewhere i tell you might fall you might fall 10 times but believe me every time you fall you'll fall a little further yeah you know you'll fall a little 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 fall forward further. yeah so we have spoken so much about all these like inspirational things like from what it seems it just seems like you've always been this super inspirational person we have talked uh, talked about weaknesses but let's like ground ourselves back into the story yeah into you've said your story on so many podcasts so many times so we, I don't want to make that long but okay. let's but let's talk about a little bit about your story and man I want to talk about the weaknesses the tough times tell me about that a little bit tell me about the story first and then let's move from there right so story goes I started my journey in Dubai yeah and uh, moved to Bangalore for my college my bachelor's in commerce at that age very re- very uh, rebellious very impulsive adrenaline rush junkie is what you could call me and i was living on top of the world yeah. at the age of 20 21 freaking loved it La bangalore was like a party throughout and uh, i used to love bike racing so i used to love bikes i think that's when i got in love with bikes and 2023 march 31st i met with a bike accident which landed me which changed my entire life and i have no recollection till date of how that happened but uh, When I woke up I was in a hospital and I saw my family looking my family was there my mom was there dad was there and I was wondering the first thought that I was like what are they doing here because they're mm. not supposed to be in uh, India and I think my brother-in-law just told me that you dude you had a accident and you're in the hospital now and I passed out I it took me a couple of uh, weeks to understand and learn that I was unconscious for 4 days wow and I, wa- I was I was in coma and I was on a ventilator So oh. I was artificially breathing. Oh my god. Yeah, and the doctor said he's going to die in the fourth day because everything was just failing. My wow. lungs were failing one day, my liver was failing one day. 
so it was just like bad news bad news and uh, fourth day miraculously i survived and i think in the first week after the first week is when he said okay now he's going to live and i uh, one more week in the icu and then they moved me to the ward and yeah so i have no recollection of what happened for the next 3 months i spent in a rehabilitation center one month the hospital rehabilitation center just learning how to do what a child would do basic things like yeah. picking things from the ground how to take a shower how to move from a chair to a sofa and uh, it's it's like i couldn't feel half my body you know I, I'm, i'm paralyzed below my chest so what happened is i my body hit i was told my bike went and crashed into a wall a pillar and my body hit the pillar and the pillar broke oh my god and i did not have a helmet <laughs> so i suffered 18 fractures on my skull wow i had my ribs broken my ribs had pierced my lungs i had my spinal cord broken yeah and i had multiple maxillary fractures on my face and throughout my body and i went into a coma and for the first 4 hours i was not treated because i was left in the lobby of a hospital and at 7 o'clock in the morning is when another hospital took me oh my because god because the first hospital did not have a place to put me in the icu and they thought i looked fine because i didn't have what? Blood. my internally this was a damage but externally i wasn't so bad it seems yeah and the minute they took me in fortis hospital at 7 o'clock in the morning is when they saw me breathing very deeply and when they did a scan they understood there's a hole in my lung because my ribs pierced through yeah and they kind of fixed that they called my, my someone remember my friend called my family family came and uh, i underwent a 12 hour surgery wow. after their approvals and i woke up on the fourth day after and uh, yeah i mean after that it was just a downhill trip for a very long time and uh, when i went back to kerala so another thing that hit for me for a person that's like an adrenaline junkie yeah life is a party yeah to have basically i'm sure you party i'm 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 sure that you have these moments now yeah. but at the time it must have just been like everything i love doing has just been taken away from me completely and uh, it was it started with so, i mean it started with why are people looking at me like that like i've never been looked at like that you know in my entire life like you know with sympathy and 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 uh, and people asking me 100 times what happened what happened and just sympathy every single day of your life where people are coming and imagine you people are coming to your house and be like and just suddenly telling you limitations in your life oh you'll probably never get married again or you'll never have a job again no way people were never, just people yeah, were just blatantly telling and, you like and, you can't do anything the now the most offensive thing i think during that journey was when i was at home a lot of these people used to come back in kerala yeah. and they were like i'm like i can't i have a injury so what happened i can't feel below my chest i tell them that the minute i tell them that the first reaction is what they come and they touch my leg oh you can't feel that <laughs> no way and you know at first i was like oh they didn't just understand let me rephrase and tell them again but after a point of time i started getting so offended of course man i'm like dude you have no value for someone's emotions or someone's feeling what state they life in. then i started getting aggressive then i started getting angry at life then i started playing the blame game at life then oh dude my my aggression was uh, it was deadly like i know i'm an aggressive dude like i used to be a boxer and i i had that side of me but this aggression was was deadly aggression like when i'm angry that means i would do harm i would destruct like i had no fear i had i had like no i i didn't give a fuck about anything you know it goes you had that, hate right you had so much hate. hatred for hate. the world it was, and it was just hardcore hate you know and uh, it was only because of my mom i came that far at that phase wow and uh, yeah like i didn't care anything anymore in life you know i felt 
you a person is living because they have something to look forward to a yeah. hope of a better day a hope of a better future but what happens when you take that away from a person dude i was in i was in boxing i was in a boxing academy i felt i was untouchable my around my circle i was like this guy who was a tough guy yeah. so you can't just go mess with him it is going to be a physical there might be a physical confrontation and 99% of the people wouldn't opt that with me at that time you know wow and yeah loved partying like bangalore was like a very young age like 2021 right so it's just very chill overall and i was little known had a great life as in overnight everything is taken away from me i lost lot of my friends i don't say lost today i say they were gone for good or people who never bothered to keep in touch much because i was just like a guy and then a wheelchair accident happened and everyone is feeling bad about it i have some people who are still friends but i felt at that moment that point in the couple of months i was very lonely because i didn't have any calls coming in i didn't have people checking on me and i was a guy who lived for my friends right so that was one side loneliness hit me to another level depression hit me anger hit me but somewhere i made a right choice man i literally made a choice with all this shit happening i still felt there was hope or there was a fire in me are you religious bro i am but there's a it's a very uh depth topic i would say i am religious i believe there's a god i feel i believe humanity has messed up uh three to multiple religions and 100%. made a, a different segregation of the whole thing and i don't think that is the way it really is so uh, and i'm still a person who's trying to understand what it is and not How by you... listening to anyone because yeah. i don't think anybody in the world can define re- religion 100% i genuinely believe that um Yeah so I'm just in my own journey of seeking what Did it give you hope at the time like uh, how did how did your relationship with religion and god like how it was became, that affected It became very strong after the accident like for some reason I was not some reason after the accident I was very much understood uh but then it was like an on and off thing because later I understood later I, there were so many questions to be asked and you know, if we go into the topic like like god saved you then I then I would ask why did then he allow this to happen to me Yeah you know like a lot of back and forth clashing clashing questions and you know people have different different answers for it then i realized those are answers of their versions you know they are not living it i'm living it yeah. i have to understand it myself but yes it gave me hope is why you know sal what i went through the injuries i had through it is not normal for a person to be alive even, even doctors were saying you weren't going to live dude the doctor it came and told my dad like every the family was told fourth day he's going to die Mm. like he has uh, his everything is dropping and he has a 40% chance of survival because my eyes were depressed like my eyes went through i was supposed to be blind i was supposed to not have memory none of that came true and i have 18 fractures i was this close of becoming a vegetable if you know what i mean yeah, from yeah, yeah. 18 fractures but i survived for some reason i survived and i got to believe in god because life is that that is something that's precious very powerful yeah and i've been given that again So yeah I and I and I'm from 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 the person I he has made me and he has given me the fire to become and think and visualize and understand I mean look look at me today I feel I'm I'm untouchable I feel I'm genuinely if I put my focus and my mind in the right thing people have to start worrying you know what, what I, mean? I really love man is just that like so many people in your position could say god or life has taken so much away from me yeah but the way you speak about it is just like You speak about it in a way where you're like it's given me so much. It's given oh wow dude it's given me immense like purpose. you know how gra- grateful I am. I'll tell you what. You were going here and now you're here. When I when I uh 
I love both the sides of me. You know, I love that old side. I love the new guy. Definitely, new guy is much better. Like for me, right? Uh, but when I was alone, when I was lonely in Kerala for the longest of time, I had nothing to do. I wasn't. I wasn't working. I wasn't studying. All I was doing was watching series on Netflix the whole day. And but I had so much of time for the first time in my life just to be on bed and start reflecting on who I was. That mm. is what changed me. Changed my game. Changed my understanding. Changed my mentality. Changed my. uh changed my passion towards things changed my fire purpose because when i started reflecting i started reflecting on all my actions like who i was to my girlfriend like as you know as a boyfriend who was i to my friends what did i think about me among them but what was i actually you know what was the actions i did what was the validation i started seeking from people wow. was i was i how come how was i overcoming or how was i putting a facade over my fears and insecurities to front of people acting the school guy acting wow. this you know all this that's the that's the key man it's that just is the like key. That reflecting is the key. on who you are like people go yeah. all these mo- people that go to monasteries for for months and give up everything so yeah. it's just them to think like that's the key that is the key it's oh. who are you bro who like are, you know reflecting you need to tell yourself you need to understand and you cannot lie to yourself right so when i went through all this phase and i started i developed this consciousness i developed Heart. solitude bro i dev- yes like loneliness is the weakness of being alone solitude is the strength of being strength alone strength of being alone and i think everyone has to take their time out to do that because Convert when i did it when i did it i started realizing a lot more i developed a consciousness i feel you know right after my accident and i changed a lot of things about my life and until today i do a lot of self reflection i do a lot of self talks and i stay by myself and i believe that was the best thing because i still have a lot of time to think process you know on my thoughts and you know like talk to myself which is right which is not right how am i doing who am i as a person am i still on track and i think it's all important and it's a mix of like a lot of things it's just yeah. not one thing yeah solitude man is just like one of the you keys you got to make loneliness your best friend you got to make solitude your best friend yes, convert loneliness best. to lo- uh, to solitude but I want to like out for people that have not done that like you had all this time to yourself to figure out who am I like can you are there like certain questions that you think people should really like ask themselves for example for me I ask myself what would I do if I wasn't afraid to fail I yeah. always ask myself that yeah. what would I do if I wasn't afraid of how people would view me in this situation how would I be who is my authentic self Like wh- I think people should uh, understand a few things. Number one, it's never too late. That statement is so powerful, and I know genuinely people think that are too at a too aged in their life. What is aged for some people? Oh, I'm 35 now. I'm not. Uh, I'm not, you know, allowed or supposed to do this thing, or I can do something. I could do at 25. You're 35. You're 45. 55. Dude, I know guys who are 58 years old, best shape of their lives, killing it. and it's not like they started when they were 25 they started probably when they late 40s you know what i mean yeah. so it's never too late believe me that statement and listen look at it in this way you don't have an option do you want to change something in your life no matter what the age may be what the scenario may be do it go ahead and do it so what like we say again and again if you're not going to fail and you're trying to have this security you're always going to be that guy with the thorn you know you're never going to get out there you're mm. never going to try something i never knew i was good or decent enough at some things when it was accidentally put out there for example music i put out there people started liking it 
you know i wouldn't consciously put it i didn't put it some a friend of mine did it no way a friend of mine put it out for me and then people start then people heard it and then i literally got recognized for that and uh, the story is insane like you have I, some good friends man i have some people that keep you humble blessed people in people my life people that put your music your friends you know? shout out to good friends you know shout out to good people good friend, in your man. life very true and so i like yeah it's never too late it's never to try something it's never too late to try something because exactly always think what is the other option you're either going to be stuck in the same position you are but if you're going to take a chance to try it out always reflect see i always tell this to people you want to change something in your life you have to change it first within there is always something that you are doing in your life that is not helping you or not productive for you that for some people it could be wasting their time some people it could just be partying all day some people it could be just sitting on netflix saying the lazy ex- excuses are going to be there for every tom dick and harry believe me dude like you can i'll tell you i i saw this something and it was so powerful you want to do something be a hardcore hardcore fucker at it okay like you can have excuses you're sick your family something happened at home something happened financially something happened bullshit you will not you will won't you won't be a champion with it i can give you billions of excuses more than anyone my friend 100%. i'm in a wheelchair my back is hurting i have a, you know my 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 wounds are not healed it's not easy to carry my wheelchair to a certain places it's difficult it's what not i can give yeah and i'm telling the people dude if i'm not giving that excuses what's giving you so watch me at least see me that i am at least trying in life if i can do it why can't you and also like how long are you going to make these excuses how long how long do you want to continue doing this being this person yeah. like at what point are you going to make that change and people want to change i know generally people want to change but they're just not ready to take the first step or they just feel and even if people are taking the first step many of them are just getting drifted away mid journey and like i was saying this to someone uh, yesterday itself usain bolt has a statement you know i train four and a half years just to run 9.58 seconds mm. i train four and a half years to run 100 meters in 9.58 seconds mm. okay and you guys are giving up after a few months where's the where's the logic in that man yeah. you want results i'll tell you if it was easy everyone would do it yeah that's a fact for me how many people in a wheelchair i know are doing that no but i didn't do it overnight but i did it over a period of time and i had a lot of failures like you want to know my failures dude in the gym i used you know how many times i've fallen and i have uh, hit my head you know how many times i've had open cuts in the in the in the gym while dumbbells have fallen on me and i could have stopped at any point saying oh my god it's too dangerous for me it's too scary for me i might break something more in my body no i didn't i was willing to keep moving forward i was willing to still go back and that definitely paid off for me you know i could have been you know how many uh, speaking in front of a crowd like 600 500 people shit it is scary man it is intimidating you know you want end of the day that after you leave the stage people should not just click clap oh yeah we're done i want to make an impact when i talk to people i want them to have feelings to change something in their life and it's not easy yeah. and it's not um, now it gets now it got easy but at the point of time it was definitely a fear of like shit i hope i come out good you know i hope i can at least justify the time people are uh spending to listen to me yeah. you know so it's a responsibility for me it's not like i'm just getting lucky or i'm getting paid to speak no it's for me it's like when 20 minutes you're spending of your life or 15 minutes you're spending listening at me i want it to be valuable worth something yeah of course so take a chance try so many new things why don't allow this fear i think it's a fear like you said yeah. we're always coming back to the first point it's always fear. fear of trying something different fear of being alone as well fear of being alone one of the biggest freaking you know things that holds people back me as well that's something i'm really struggling with fear right now of being alone you yeah. know where was my fear of being alone remember i told you when i was back in sharja and i had those boys with me and though and they were not really bothered you know to take me out much 
or whenever at least uh, i wanted to be a part of a good scene you know what was my fear when i started understanding that i had to then isolate myself from them and they were the only ones i knew yeah so i was then shit am i even going to get friends i don't because i don't even know what's my next step i'm not working i'm not even out there i'm doing nothing i'm just at home all day surviving and that was my fear of being alone but i took a chance but i i told myself you know what even though i'm alone let me work on my body because i needed to get stronger that changed everything so the minute you started i started focusing on me the world changed for me focus on you the world will change for you yeah i just want to like go back into this it's everything you're saying is so inspirational man and it's just like you're a, you just constantly have inspirational things to say but how do you go from how do you fight insecurities how do you build confidence like is there a moment in your life when you were doing the whole i'm just going to watch netflix all day is there a moment when you knew i'm going to use this really tough experience i've had in my life yeah i'm going to use it as a catalyst for me to inspire and motivate people was there like you went through a time when you were obviously probably demotivated and you're alone and you're having all these thoughts of why me and 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 all of these things what was the moment was there a moment and if so what was the moment where you're like no i'm going to make this happen there and was, where did the confidence come from there bro? was How? the moment when uh, there was the moment when i was at my lowest of point of time and i was thinking about killing myself is better than living and doing researches on which was the most possible outcomes and finding that the most possible outcomes were not in my access at that moment <laughs> and i was done i was uh, dusted i was put yeah. on i was put on the ground 6 feet deep and i was like dude i either close my eyes and stay here or i have to do something because i was done with people telling me every single day you can't do this or what my limitations are so as a guy what do i do i mean was i this limit lit, limited guy no i wasn't i mean look at me in college i was killing it i was in basketball i was what not i was my hands were there everywhere and i was loving life you know i was at my i was at my i was at my peak i felt at least at that age and suddenly another side everyone looking down on me people are placing limitations on me where i'm going to be what i'm going to do what i'm not going to do what i can do what i can't do and i ended up coming across this video and this video in it's in youtube it's called the dewey bonzello story and it's one of the most inspiring videos i've ever watched in my life till date after watching that video which is like thing of 11 minutes i told myself dude you got to take a chance like dewey was in jail for 32 years 35 years or 30 years and he took a chance and i'm like there's somewhere out there a man in us united states of america his story is inspiring you should watch it and he took a chance at his life even though he was locked up for 30 years for something he did not do wow and i just told myself dude what gives me the right to give up in my life when mine is like it was the first year running i'm like you have to change something and then i realized that because of all this time i had to myself i'm like your mom cannot help you your dad cannot help you because nobody knows what to do you know they love me they support me but they do not know how to help me yeah you know emotionally how to make me feel in a better position because they're not in that position and they are not and how how do i how do i have a a healing for this you know how do i heal from a spinal cord because even doctors don't have it so i'm like your folks don't have an answer the doctors don't have an answer because doctors like we don't know what's the cure of spinal cord injury as well so i'm like who has an answer then you have to you have to have the answer so then you take a chance so what do i do uh do the th- what is the first thing that is triggering in your mind i was like 
yes there are hundreds of no's in my life right you can't do this you can't do that and it was cla- and every and the first thing i thought to myself i got to take such chance i got to build up all the courage i have left to even think that i will bounce back in life to even think i'll bounce back in life and i thought and i'm like what is the first thing and they were like you cannot go to your room which is on the first uh, in your staircase and that is the first thing i said i have to do that yeah people said i cannot go upstairs let me start with that because that's like the closest thing the easiest thing in my house i can do yeah. i'm doing something out there and uh, i did it i crawled upstairs and i literally was on my hands crawling each step one by one one by one till i reached on top and when i reached on top i was dead i was tired but it was damn it worth it it was damn worth it because then when i reached on top i just thought to myself it's not even about yeah i reached to my room no when i reached on top i was like dude this is something what everyone told is impossible but i took a chance built all that little little courage i had left to even even think about doing this was like yeah. at that my mental state even think of doing this something was something big yeah was something big yeah. but when i did it i saw a new door open in front of me to try something different cuz you you there's this huge mountain metaphoric yeah. obviously but there's this huge mountain that you're trying to climb and you don't think you can do it you try to look at a way to do it oh, okay you can't run like you you i've heard you say this before you, you can't, can't run no you can't fly you run if you can't run you walk if you can't walk you crawl yeah and you know you climb the stairs and i'm sure that it's not even about the stairs it's just like that moment was probably like a symbol and a representation yeah. of how you're going to live your life from then on right? i had to do a chance it's it's actually you know you're absolutely right like that was just the first thing i'm like what is the first obstacle that's coming in your mind and it was then when i did that and i understood that that's when i understood that actually people don't have the complete answers that's when i understand actually you know because i was a, i was a kid i was like 20 21 years old and i thought every all the older people know better than me and they make better choices than me that was my idea until i got my own understanding on how things work and then i realized no that's not the real truth you can actually change your life you can actually make your decisions better and when people tell you you can't do things it's because in their logical minds when they envision doing it themselves they cannot process yeah. an outcome in this scenario yeah you understand what i mean yeah. and that's what i understood so i'm like no screw that i got to do it might not be the most orthodox way but can i get things done yeah. yes i can and i've done that over and over and over again and i'm still seeking and i still know there's still mount everest for me to climb the journey is never going it's not going to end it's it will come to a close one day but there's still so much more to do so much more to get and during that journey i hope and i pray that i can make a change in people's life i can do something good something better for them something for them to look forward to i get a huge inspiration by kobe bryant mm. you know kobe is like an idol man like fucking love the guy too what a guy you yeah. know what a guy his principles his his mentality you know just inspires me i hope i can be a pinch of that for someone when i'm done with my role. even jordan even jordan michael man. jordan man for for me it was i two guys man i just looked up so much with the work ethics and the way the character was kobe and mohammed ali yeah you know i was Muhammad like Ali's a big i boy. i have like just no words for their work ethics and the mentality and the mindset that they had so you know when i did some things in life i started seeing there's more possible outcomes and i started telling people listen you don't have to listen to everybody around you listen to yourself make those choices how do you get confidence i had to i had to i was placed in a position sahil if i did not move i would literally die 
of loneliness, of pain, of heartbreak in a room. What I mean, that was an extreme. If I tell you right now, I'm going to put this. We are in this small box right now, right in this small room. There's a a gas uh, that's going to come down, and that you have like about six minutes, uh, and the doors are locked. Six minutes before that gas kills you in this room, you. will everything in your power do to break that door open of even course. though it's locked like everything right yeah but what if i'm like i just locked the door but there's no gas coming get out you will take probably i don't know 25 minutes half an hour one yeah. day and then you're like let me call, let me wait for something to happen yeah right? let me like relax yeah, and chill that is a thing about life when you're placed in that point where you have like that's when you are really triggered to do something change point problem is people are in that box without the gas coming through but when they mm. put their minds into that shit that gas is coming through and i have to really do it that's when they actually make an action so all these people who tell you i want to change something like i want to do this i want to do all are still in the box they don't but they don't have that thing that will you know i was in that gas chamber like if i didn't move genuinely i didn't have an option i had to do it i, I had, had the same move. exact thing with uh, the drug addiction mm. if i didn't make the change at some point i would have overdosed again mm. i would have probably tried committing suicide again so it's like yeah what you're saying is so valuable that it's like at some point it's like you need to make the change the, you need uh, to know that you have no other option yeah like you have to move forward you have to convince your mind you have to tell your mind that dude if i don't get this i am done And is that what helps you these days? Because sometimes, day. sometimes that's like when I'm not feeling it. I'll say this again. I never, I rarely wake up feeling happy. Mm. I always wake up feeling disciplined or purposeful. On purposeful days like today, I'm so happy to do all these things, and and, and it's great. But on days where it's tough, it's just discipline, right? And it's yeah. like. I think a lot of people ask me like oh like how are you doing this like how how are you living this life are you doing so many things and I'm sure people ask you the same thing and mm. you think like oh sometimes it's like really tough and you want to give up but it's like yeah. if you weren't doing this realistically what else would you do right right completely like right. if you weren't completely. doing all these like completely. things you're doing now what yeah. the hell else would you do yeah. there's nothing else you could do yeah. there's nothing else you'd want to do I, I, so I think I love what you just said I think people should know that and hear that is that i also generally believe it uh you have to be at least 80% freaking 75 to 80% logical more than your emotional side mm. you know if you're going to let emotion like you said some days i'm not feeling it some days i don't want to do it yeah you don't want to do it but then you believe what happens to your life you're going to slack back that is the way it it goes you know mm. you have to be purposeful you know happiness comes You know, like I said, you know, it's it's not going to come just because you're laughing. You know, but you will be content end of the day with what you have done for your day. Mm. Purposeful, being purposeful, being mindful, and and you know, loving what you do and doing things with the purpose. Because you want to get things done. Yes, be happy. Just say that don't be happy. What something? But you want to get things done. You want to move forward. You want to have purpose for your life. So end of the day, it's not just about today, man. It's like about four years from now, five years from now, when you get to a certain level, then you'll know. what all this discipline and purpose and doing the first few things in the day and why you did the certain things even though you didn't feel to do it what it resulted to i think a big part of it is just talking about like pain and pleasure right we're always trying to avoid Convert pain your pain to pleasure yeah but also like yeah. we're always trying to feel pleasure we're always trying to avoid pain and i think every situation 
has pain and pleasure in it so you have to decide like okay no i think uh, i think sorry to cut you no, off, no, go but on. i think you have to be you have to have you have to be uncomfortable uh, genuinely i think people have courage over is, comfort there is uh, like i said you know why being uncomfortable is knowing that gas is coming through we uh, being uh, yeah you have to be you have to be you have to be uncomfortable you have to be disappointed like when i know generally after my certain uh, victories or when i've i've got a good achievement and i'm moving forward and more opportunities are coming my way and i know when i've there are slowed down and i see people around me very active in the game i'm supposed to be which is instagram which is you know showing my content on what am i doing to people so they can and i know when i'm slacking over there and when i see other people taking my spot it pisses me off you know and i am angry and i genuinely have to be angry because that is my triggering point to get back up on my game not to put them down no i love you know like i say there's so much for everyone to take take it but for me myself i i get pissed i get uncomfortable mm. and i am constantly that because only then i am genuinely happy how do i get happy when i get all this right but how do i get all this by being uncomfortable and pushing myself to get there so that's literally how it works it's about the gas chamber and it's, it's like it's about that some that knife that's coming to you that thorn that's coming to you that you know it shouldn't touch you so you got to start moving yeah. dude it's literally just start moving just move forward do something the only outcome is if you're not going to do something you're going to stay in the same place because you feel you're safe you're secure and all of everyone is worried about safety and secure and not failing and you know i just hope i think the universe gifts you pain and suffering and the way in which you use that decides whether it's a gift or a curse yeah and sometimes people have to be pushed to an edge in order for them to really see what they're doing wrong and mm. for them to let go of certain things from your story and from your experience and journey it seems just you had to let go of a certain mindset yeah. you had to let go of a certain lifestyle and accept a new one and yeah so i got you know life happening to you is inevitable yeah you know you there's nothing you can do like a lot of things in your life you can control you can't control what you can control is the outcome of it now when that hits that's why you have people like me telling other people out there who are going through very tough times that listen keep a positive attitude keep a hope and do everything that you can in your power focus on what you can control focus on what yeah. you can control and i'm telling you generally something in your life will change i don't know if you'll reach a goal or not but something in your life will change but at that very verge there are also people can who can shift to a negative aspect of things where they feel that why is this happening to them they didn't deserve this i mean i mean i've asked all these questions to myself as well at at many points of time you know i i tell them and it's very important because many people i know in wheelchairs to their entire life crashes after that and they're sitting at home they they don't see anything to look no yeah. matter what you do you cannot change their attitude because they have lost the best things in life you know what i mean and it's yeah. a, it's a very it's a very serious injury you know spinal cord injury it's not something you will recover after a couple of months i wish it is that and i hope the cure comes for it but it's something you really have to i had to be really strong in my heart to make a conscious decision and it's not like it's not like because i made a decision 10 years ago that i'm okay now it's a decision i live by every single day it's a constant reminder every day i'm in a wheelchair every time i get out of my bed that i know i'm not walking to my washroom but i have to get in a wheelchair to go brush my teeth i have to get in a wheelchair to do this it's 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 a choice you make for 
the hope that the outcome tomorrow will change mm. you know so at that breaking point people have to be pushed right everyone has to be pushed if you want to do something but at that breaking point it's about the choices you make and yeah. you need you when you do when you are at that phase i hope that you have good people around you to tell you like listen you can do it you know then people telling you all the reasons on why you can't yeah. you just need to hear that one voice if it's from somebody or if it's from within that i can do it yeah that's all you need yeah with everything you're saying there's just this amazing quote that i presented to people like recently yeah and the quote goes turbulence that blows you into greatness is better than calmness that stalls you into mediocrity oh and so i feel like it just sums up everything we've talked about that yeah. you have had so much turbulence in your life yeah but it's like taking you into this place of greatness yeah whereas if you were just calm and everything was normal that it would have kept you in this mediocre maybe life possibly oh, I'm, i'm i'm happy for the chaos my friend i'm very happy for the chaos because if it wasn't for the chaos i like i cannot predict the outcome now but if it wasn't for the chaos i would never be the person i am yeah and i would uh, i would i would love to be the guy i am today you know what i mean yeah. and like, just to catch on that it's not a very similar quote but then i also remembered a very inspiring one from ti recently he was doing a podcast and he said this even though trees and grass grows at the same place the trees don't hang out with the grass mm. yeah even though they both start in the same place they don't hang out with the grass yeah wow i love yeah, that man and you really that is a that is a quote you really have to think about oh shit that's true yeah 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 that's so that's the greatness you feel then you don't limit yourself you don't stop yourself why because nobody around you is so what nobody is around you is having that mindset you develop that mindset you think is chance. trees plants like all these things they all come from a seed at the end of the day yeah so they all come from like they this start one in the same place one really small thing yeah, yeah. but it's like i'm not going to talk actually about nature and biology but <laughs> talking about it from like a analogy it's like we all come from the same thing so mm. you decide whether you're going to be a, a plant or, or you're going to be a tree yeah so it's uh, it's up to you to it's decide actually up to you to decide what you want to be that's the best part about life and that's why i feel um that's why i feel it's possible you know the amount of hope and the amount of assurance i have about how possible it is it's insane yeah. because i generally know that you can start somewhere and you can literally change your life you can you can make better outcomes you can make better choices you can change your life like you can literally make it from 0 to 50 or to 100 but it's how you see it it's how you visualize it how you picture it and the actions and the things and the blueprint the framework you put in place to build that outcome Yeah. yeah which take which like you said earlier has a lot of taking out of things to do and a lot of adding on good things to do a lot of discipline a lot of routine and a lot of focus because that is something i feel people don't have focus focus people are um, disciplined are motivated a big deal but you got to be focused and there's and you know there's a clear cut definition between motivation determination no motivation uh driven and being focused and for me what i would place on the first pinnacle would be focus But I want to talk about this like this we've talked a lot about inspirational things and now I really want to get into the the nitty-gritty negative chaos part right. that you, that you overcome. Talk to me about your experience with this idea of chaos, this idea of turbulence 
Talk to me about the turbulence in your life on a daily basis, about how you've overcome it, how you do overcome it. But I want to hear about the actual like difficulties of what it's like. Initially, it was that. hell. Initially, it was hell. It was a lot of anger. Uh, my sadness came to me in terms of anger. Like, for example, when I wasn't able to see, there was a point where I couldn't move uh, from, when I was moving to my chair to the bed, I would lose balance midway, you know, fall. My mom had to help me. Dad had to help me. And it was filled with so much anger. When I was climbing the stairs up, I was just pissed off in between. I used to start physically hitting my legs. Like, you know, out of anger. And I've done that many times, <coughs> uh, even while I'm on a bed. And my mom has seen it. She's like, stop hitting your legs. And with all that anger, because of frustration, anger, not knowing what to do. And then when things started moving and changing, and I started seeing little, little changes in my life, is when I know there was hope. So what I say to people is, initial phase has got to be hell. Hell on earth, actually. But it does get better over time. Like for me today, it's a, I'm in a way better position. It's not like I go home frustrated. No, I go very, very happy. Go very normal. I do have my days where I want to break down. I do have my days that reminder hits so hard that I'm like, fuck man, I can't just do this shit. What type of thoughts did you have at and that time? Like, let, So I have, it's that. thankfully when I go, see, I'll tell you Sahil, I have a lot of demons. A lot of demons in me, you know, like in my head. But it's all locked up, but it's there. But those demons are the ones that keeps me on the positive side. Like, I know if I shift to that other side, if I'm this extreme being positive, imagine what extreme I would be if I was negative. Mm. Yeah? So those demons are there locked up, but those demons are the constant reminders that keeps me fighting for my How, cause. How, bro? How? Because I was just thinking about this yesterday. Like, I... My job involves me being positive all the time. Mm. And even when I have to accept negativity, it's always from an optimistic viewpoint and standpoint but dear lord there are some days where i'm just like i don't know what's taken over me there's like different parts to me yeah there's one part that's like super motivated ready like the, who i want to be but then there's a part of me that's like you're not good enough you're gonna end up alone for the rest of your life like all these like demons that i have and sometimes that part just comes and takes over you and other than just breathing through it, it's like, I don't know how to get rid of it. So Does it ever it's, go? It's, it's see, like, like happiness <clears throat> doesn't last forever. Sadness doesn't last forever. It's an emotional thought. That's why I told you, you have to be more logical than you have to be emotional. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's very, it's very important. Unless, until you reach a point where that negative emotions has almost zero effects on you. Because you know, hardcore grounded foundation of happiness and the purpose that you have laid on until you lay that foundation of solid concrete that cannot be moved this unless you lay that these negative thoughts will always mm -hmm. shake the foundation does that make sense mm -hmm. like happiness doesn't last for how long will you be i crack a joke to you today i laugh for it today i laugh for it tomorrow third day i'll be like what the fuck? this joke is done man yeah it's not damn funny anymore same thing with sadness it doesn't last but during that particular moment, you will feel this is the joy that lasts for a very long time. Yeah. Or you're in a very high state <clears> of <throat> happiness. And, in, and sadness is the same thing. Same thing. You feel that this is, your life is done. You are done. Why is this happening to me? I'm not going to be anywhere. I'm going to be lonely. It is an emotion. When you understand that it's an emotion. I, I know I'm, I'm speaking in a very way that people are like, how, 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 how do you do that? How do you, I'll tell you how to do it as well. When you, when you understand it, right, that it's an emotion. So when I'm sad, I don't be like, oh, this is just an emotion. I'm going to pass through. No. 
I will take about three days and I've done that a couple of times in the past. I take about three days where I am completely not doing anything I want to do. Like I'm, I'm, I don't care about social media. I don't care about people. I don't care about nothing. I'm just home. I might even take a day off. I'll just watch Netflix. I'll do, I'll eat whatever I want to eat. I'll do whatever I want to do. I want to go out. I want to be at somewhere, anywhere, something, something. I'll do whatever I want to do. Not giving a damn about anything. You know what I mean? Like I'm in that sulking state. But I allow myself to happen that. Believe me, Sahil, by the third day, I'm like, now I don't feel that I can, it's not like I'm something suppressing it. But my body, it's an emotion, right? It moves. It passes. That is just the way you're programmed. Depression is one thing altogether. You know, depression, but even in depression, you're allowing that thing to have power on you. Your thoughts are what's powerful. Like even at this point of two, three days, I'm not still thinking about it, right? Even it's coming to me. Obviously, I'm a human. It's a thought that just hits my head. And then I'll be like, yeah, doing nothing, doing nothing. Third day, fourth day, I'm like, now I'm done. Like that, that, that whole sadness, the gravity or the, the, the gravity of that sadness has reduced. Then I can have a moving forward option, mm. right? But the foundation I've set is so strong today that it doesn't really hit me that hard. Over a period of time, when you're done, done, done with it, and like it's done, it's done, and I'm moving forward now, that uh, sadness has very little effect on you. How do you do that? Starting is always hard. There's no magic pill to it. You have to believe in your purpose. You have to know why you have started certain things. The journey is, yes, it's going to be hard. And believe me, my friend, the minute you want to do something good in life, that is a second where all the problems, you know, yeah. it'll start coming in your life. And that is the way the blueprint is. The minute you don't want to do nothing, believe me, you will have a very comfortable life. It's not about, it's not about the situation you're given or the problems that come to you, but it's about how you react to them. How you react to them. And I think such a big part is that like, when it comes to emotions, emotions are like clouds moving through the sky. But we fail to see that. We think emotions are the sky. That it's still, it's, it's gonna always going to be there. Yeah. But emotions are like clouds. They're yeah. there today, they'll be so that's gone tomorrow. People have to understand that. It's the same thing with sadness. It's the same thing with loneliness, depression. You, un you know you are in that phase. That phase should give you a fire to change. That's why I said, you know, whenever you are in an uncomfortable position, it has to give you a fire that you have to be better. You want to do better. And nothing in your life, nothing in your life will change until you change something inside you, which is your thought process. Literally, it's not rocket science. You, all you have to do is change your mentality, make peace with the situation, or have an understanding on how the situation is affecting your life right now. Mm. So people are like, the thought is just coming, oh, this is my life, or oh, that is my life. No, always make understanding on that certain situation. The minute you have an understanding towards it, then you will know when the phase is up and when the phase is down. Mm -hmm. You know, then you will be a little bit more in control on handling that situation or handling that emotion. Mm. So it it has you have to make peace with it. You have to make an understanding about it. And give it life. a purpose. I think suffering is pain without purpose. But when you, you know, whatever has gone from your life, whether it may be, it's probably there for a reason. It's gone. Doesn't mean it's, it's, it's probably it's gone for something good to come in. You know, you have to have that attitude or you have to have that mentality. Probably it's gone so that you have a new place for something good to come in. Yeah, I think people are so afraid. Like people want to get to a certain place in life. But the truth is, if you're not in that place right now, it's for a reason. It's because there's a lifestyle change you need to make, a mindset shift yeah, that you word, need. Word, word. But... The thing is that for you to, like, I think everyone's in a position that's good, but God gives you the opportunity to make that position great and greater yeah. and greater and greater. But people 
find it difficult to let go of things they don't need and they're afraid of accepting things that they don't have yet. Yeah, they're scared to lose. They're scared to lose the things that they have. But you have to let go of something for you to gain something, yeah. for you to be where you want to be. And if you're in a position right now where you want to get to a certain place, I think it's really important to know that there are things in your life right now that are not going to be there. If yeah. you want to get to that place, they're not going to be there. And you need to be comfortable letting go of certain things and knowing what you need to let go of. And also not to wait to a point where life forces you. Right. Move with right. move with the wind, move with life. Don't make life have to force you and make you crash and make you really, really suffer for you to realize, shit, I need to change something. Yeah. Figure like have awareness to but know. But you know what's what the best change. part? 99% of them, that's when people change. Yeah, it's true. When they're like, at the worst shit. Like, now I'm done. Now I, do, I don't have an option. That's yeah. what I was telling you earlier. And your back's against that's the wall. That's what I was telling you earlier. Unless you're literally at that pinch and you understand the gravity. But people don't understand the gravity until it ha happens to them. That's the, that's the problem. Right? And when people understand the gravity of it and they make those life decisions, that life comes with a lot of loneliness. That comes with a lot of being alone. A lot of focusing part. A lot of things of doing the boring things in life. Right? And it's yeah. all boring. Believe me, it's nothing fancy. Even the things I do, right? It's a lot of it is super boring. Like, but that's the thing. Know? But that's it's, the way, yeah. It's like all these accolades you have, yeah. all these things, when you go to these podcasts, like you hear you're, yeah. you're here today doing all these amazing things. The truth is that the hard work it takes to be recognized, to be appreciated, actually just comes from being alone and having some of that boring yeah. time. And who you are at that time, the things you choose to do, the way you choose to think, the way you speak to yourself, the way you choose to look at reality because you create that reality. Yeah. That's what does all of this. Yeah. Oh, that's dude, what that's this, what makes you who you are. Bit, this bit of the podcast is the peak. <laughs> Clip what you said. Yeah. Dude, that is so amazing. It's yeah. who you are when you're word by uh, word. Word by yeah. word. It's who you are when you're alone in your thoughts. That moment when you've just woken up before you start watching that podcast before when you're brushing your teeth that moment when you're just before anything happens throughout the day the, yeah. those initial thoughts those initial moments the way you choose to move the way you choose to think the way you choose to breathe in that moment before mm. you have contact with the outside world with social media with anything that's what makes you who you are yeah so few principles i've changed and are adopted over time is as soon as I wake up, as soon as I wake up, the first words that come come to my head is like, thank you, God, for giving me life. Okay, or I'm grateful for this day. Thank you for this day. That's yeah. what I say. And uh, I've been practicing that from the longest of long times. Like from years I'm doing this. So the second I wake up, thank you for this day. Thank you for this day. And I give, you know, I do my cross and everything. Second thing, I uh, go try to download a liter of water. Okay, keeps me... Keeps mm. me in a... See, I always tell this to people. When you want to be a high-function person, yeah. right? You have to do not just mentally, but even your physical body has to accept that. You have to do some things in your body, in certain foods you eat, in the workouts you do, and the things that you consume in your body will make your body function also at an optimal level. So your mind is also at an optimal... Have you seen some guys with high energy throughout the day? You're like, damn, how the hell does this guy have so much energy? It's not like he's on any... Uh, Coke, coffee. Drugs or yeah. coffee or anything, right? He, but he's on just his own mind of level of energy on his principles that he has 
during his day. And I know some people are very strict and very religious with their diets and things like that. So after one liter, is another thing I heard this neuro uh, phys who was he? He was a scientist or he was a doctor? I'm not sure. Andrew Huberman. No, uh, no, I'm sorry, I'm very bad with the names okay, that no way. Worries. But he was like, if you want to try, so you know your mind has a left and the right side, right? And I think many of the times if right hand is it's only working on one side and uh, the other one has a different function or a purpose. If you're a right hand guy, brush with your left hand. I, I started doing that. So that's the way to activate the other wow. side of your brain. Okay, I do that. Then he said, look in the mirror and tell I love you to yourself 10 times. Mm. Okay, the third thing he said was, and this is something I do. After the brushing, the left hand part. And now every day by default, it's a, it's a left hand I'm going to do it with my left hand now. looking in the mirror. You know, so I don't know how the connections work or how it changes, but I feel this is the way how you activate the other side of which your body is not used to doing, you know. And I do that. I do the, I do the telling myself part, which I, I love you, I tell 10 times. And third thing is like, take big, deep breaths. 25 mm. times. Like for example, when you wake up in the morning, like, you know, your, your breath has to be at all. You know how many people talk about breathing, which is so important yeah. and people don't understand the, really, they don't understand the importance of breathing. It's what keeps you alive. It's what keeps you alive, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. a lot of people, they lose, haven't you seen some people if you're not fit also, they do this breathing thing. But some people are there, they will start panting after like a kilometer of walk or run, man. I mean, you know, that's when you know how unfit you are or climbing a stairs. So he says, take these deep breaths, like, <sighs> releasing it. 25 times bro believe me when i do that you're high like i need yeah. some five minutes because of the overload of oxygen in your body but then your body starts functioning you know what i mean because you're giving it that ap optimal capacity with the water yeah. the breath i mean these are two things you can start your day with you know and then the mindfulness and that's how i start my day and i feel that as it's it's good it's good for me you know i i feel it What's the like? Let's let's get that recorded. Actually, I wanna I wanna make sure I get that. So, what's the order in which you do that morning routine? As soon as I wake up, the one liter of water. Then I brush Wait, my teeth. As soon yeah. as you wake up, where's the gratitude thing? The gratitude. I say thank you, thank you for thank you for this day. This is exactly the words I come. Thank you for this day, and then I go with drinking a liter of water. Then I go brush the teeth with my left hand because I'm a righty. Then I have the gra where I look in the mirror and I say. I love you to myself 10 times. Then I have the breath. The breath taking about 25 times. And uh, earlier I used to have another technique of Wim Hofman. You know, I Wim love Ho it. Wim love Hof it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to try his method. But this one, I feel there's more rush of oxygen wow, okay. in, in the body. So I, I try to do this one. And uh, there's a difference again in Wim Hof's method and, and this one. And then I go about starting my day with work. Amazing. And how it goes about. Yeah. My morning routine is very similar. I wake up first thing in the morning before I'm uh, half asleep. There's a prayer called there's a prayer called Tablet of Ahmed. Mm. I listen to that prayer every single morning. Go downstairs, say my obligatory prayer, the short one. Mm. Meditate and then journal every day. The one liter of water I used to do it before, but I don't do it anymore. I need to start doing that again. Mm. That's a good one. And brushing my teeth with my left hand. I got to start doing that. I missed two points. I'm going to try that. You should try that. It's it's You will find it's good, I feel. Uh, I also start with the music. Like after I'm done with mm. the water, it's always music all the way till everything is done. You know, it's just wow. playing in the background. Uh, but I don't have a playlist of sort. But I was lately thinking I should have a better one. Tablet of Ahmed. Yeah. He said, I got to hear what that is. Bro, beautiful five-minute prayer. It's a Baha'i prayer. Um... 
I believe in unity of religions. Mm. I love Christianity. I love Islam. I love Buddhism. I love Jainism. I have done research for all these types of religion a little bit because I believe in unity of religions, all religions, and science as mm -hmm. well. Um, but Tablet of Ahmed, it's a Baha'i prayer. It's from the Baha'i faith. Beautiful, beautiful prayer. Stories even better. Um, yeah. I check it out. Prayer and meditation, yeah. bro. Prayer, meditation, journaling, and exercise. Mm. Things that changed my life. Mm. If it weren't for those things, I would not be alive right now. So, if you don't meditate, bro, yeah. meditate, man. Meditation is something I've been... A lot of people have told me. I've never had the patience. I feel meditation, what I've done is... Uh, I think it's a part of meditation where I just sit by myself. And... Uh, I just, I don't have a thought. I just, I, my thought is like, I'm focusing on my breath. I'm, I'm hearing the inhaling and the inhaling part of it, uh, exhaling part of it. And the point of that, for me, my understanding is, at that point of time, you don't want to have a lot of thoughts in your mind. Let your mind be clear or numb or just be. And I feel that makes something difference in your mind. Yeah, so, I'd, say, I'd say that's meditating. Thing yeah. is, bro, like you were talking earlier about this energy and having this energy. Thing is, man, we all have this untapped energy that's just deep inside of us. And for example, let's say you break up with your girlfriend and you're eating all this food. Food is a t source of energy. You're at home, you're eating all this food and you have no energy and you just can't get yourself to move. One day, your girlfriend calls you and she's like, I'm so sorry, I made a huge mistake mm. and I want to come back to you. Can I come to you right now? All of a sudden, out of nowhere, you have this huge energy where you start cleaning yeah. everything up where does that come from oh good point okay, what is that, that energy yeah. man yeah. what is that thing behind you have your brain right yeah. you have your brain that does all this chemical stuff in your body then you have your mind your mind is the thing that's trying to you can't control the outside world and so you have this internal voice in your mind yeah. that constantly narrates the outside world and it creates the outside world internally because that's something you can control. Yeah. So it's your way of getting control. But also, wouldn't it be more of saying like, now that guy was pushed because his girlfriend is coming. Yeah. Suddenly, he didn't find any excuses. Yeah. Yeah. Till then, it was excuses of, oh, I'm lazy, I'm tired, I don't have to do it, who cares. The minute his girl is coming, his only crystal clear focus was to uh, clean the place up. Right? So it can also be in the way of, end of the day it is your mind right what else can you control yeah your actions your behavior whatever but it's the mind that directs me to even be the here brain, right? the or body. do that or yeah. do this right and I think that is the it's how you how you function it or how you mold it or how you enhance it but this is what I mean bro this is what meditation is about and yeah. this is what I fucking love yeah. about meditation you're talking about how you control your mind how you do this how you do that the people think they are the mind. They think they mm. are that voice that speaks. But you're saying how you control. So there's something behind that voice that's there. There's something that's there and that's consciousness. Intuition. Intuition, consciousness. Yeah. It's just this Dude, deep thing inside. that is something I vouch by what, see. That's what this, meditation this is connecting is, to. This is, uh, even when I pray or when I have, so I do a lot of these affirmations uh, of my prayers itself. I swear I've heard you like whisper when you like, before we came in yeah. even now I don't yeah. know if that's prayer I, it's, a, it's a prayer I and it's, that, I'm man. just used to doing that so often like when I'm gratitude when I have certain things um, shit dude my point was so good right now what I wanted to tell you I just got lost with think it think about it uh, think about it when I pray when I ask something right so 
literally it's so crazy but believe me it's it's magically true i don't understand people don't really know i have got this far because i've i've understood something what people don't understand mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's why i'm here also your in your podcast right there's something i've understood that so many people don't understand and words might not be able to explain okay words might not be able to explain it but there is a superpower there's a power actual power when i mean power i don't mean like oh metaphoric no 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 there's a power in you and the more you enhance that power or you believe in that power or that power is you and you visualize the outcomes of the events you want with the assurity of the outcome you will see that you are doing magic you know what i mean mm. that is something people don't realize that is something i have got a pinch of understanding to begin with a pinch now when i pray we're talking about intuition i feel that voice is something that voice is a very powerful one yeah it's like this little guy that's somewhere sitting and meditating and levitating probably after we was giving you answers <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, when i have prayed or said something i hope this this works like this you close your, when i close my eyes and i get this voice i genuinely get the answer on how to go about it it, it it's like it's always there it's not like it's it it comes to you but it's like revealed it's there it's revealed and it's very and a uh, dude i believe me i literally would be in my room just doing that and i'll close and like i just really hope how do i do this i go about it and i get the voice and it's like one word answers it's a line it's sentences yeah i'm like shit okay that's the that's what i have to do that's literally what i have to do what is that like and i know it's intuition the, but yeah. what is the thing saying that and it is genuinely it's very clear yeah it's very clear it's not a elaborated answer yeah literally a liner one liner and i oh dude i go by that line word by word yeah like for me i now i'm waiting for that like so when i say something in that mode in that silence i i get, I get my answer i yeah. generally get so i'm telling you people don't understand how powerful they actually are and uh, the, the, the actually there's a power you have in terms of molding your reality as well yeah and i believe in that answers for your life but people just think about it over oh, this is just another universe talk no 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 if people who think like that it'll always be there only that's cool because it's a trend right this but, uh, I, like what you're saying is manifesting essentially yeah, yeah, yeah. right but, but it's become a powerful. trend it's become way powerful yeah. it's becomes yeah people don't understand the power of it how do you do it bro how do you manifest how do you personally for me manifest? certain outcomes i want in certain things i do uh it's it's not something i practice every day but certain times where i've really with wholeheartedly practiced it i literally will spend other than working on the event to do what i am meant to be there for i'll only uh picture the very outcome as soon as i'm done yeah for example recently what i did i was in russell came up for an event of a company that was hosting their annual uh annual function annual town hall and uh, i wasn't very prepared for that speech you know it was like um little i had days so i was i was also running with a lot of things in the back but when i went for that speech and i was like shit i hope i do good i hope i do because the first time they're hearing me i only pictureized i knew what outfit i was wearing so i pictureized my outfit there are a bunch of people in front of me and they're all getting up and clapping for me and everyone is just doing this and and i'm re- some random faces in my head you know what i mean or people doing this and wow and appreciating me and getting giving me a standing ovation and i over the Three four days I had, I was only having this picture in my mind. This picture in my mind, consciously, 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 this picture. Uh, believe it or not, right after I spoke, 
the same thing happened no way everyone got up i wanted a standing ovation everyone got up everyone clapped wow in the way i visualized it to be wow that is the power of manifestation i remember this one time when i was in um dubai and i had said i'm quitting university i had basically quit drug drugs and when i was going into rehab i was like i'm not going to do university anymore uh i'm going to move to dubai and i'm going to live my life here and something told me at least get your stuff back from uk right all my stuff was there i just came for a, a holiday christmas holiday and i decided i'm going to live here now i remember something told me go get your stuff it was it was my mom but 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 something was telling me as well like go get your stuff and while i was in the uk i was getting my stuff i was meditating and something told me you need to live here just just move back it's fine things will sort itself out your friends will change your environment will change you're not doing drugs anymore so your experience will change just do it so i would meditate and i would just see this room constantly i would constantly see this one room again and again and again and again and I, my mom was like why don't you just go check out some of the dorms so i kept checking out the dorms i checked like 3 or 4 but none of them were good i didn't like them i'm like okay this is not going to happen leave it i'm going to go and my mom kept telling me pick one of them pick one of them i'm like I'm, i was like i'm not going to pick the dorms i don't like it i don't want to do it mm. anyways uh one day my friend in the uk invites me to a party and i'm at her dorm i'm at this party and we're in like the the common room drinking whatever i was not drinking cuz i had quit and she's like hey like i want to come i want to go get something from my room can you please come with me i was like why but anyways sure i go into her room and it's the same fucking dorm in my oh, meditation wow. the exact same one and i was like is this your dorm and she's like yeah 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 this is our dorm and she's like by the way someone in this block decided they want to leave so there's a opening for one of the rooms i go into the room and it's the exact same empty room cuz hers was with furniture and everything yeah. but i go into that empty room and i meditate in it and i'm like this is the room the exact same room bro and i was like this wow. spirituality manifesting something about this bro is real people don't people i don't not people even i don't understand it uh, whole but i just know the power is insanely wild immense, right wild, wild out there like i said about religion you know it's a, to start with that topic over there back people don't know believe me and people have just molded and made stories out of it and that's what my understanding is that's why i would never seek an answer from some religious leader because i feel it's a very personal understanding one has to embrace and one has to go through and one has to understand and make meaning of yeah. in their own version of way it is yeah that's what it is oh, but that's an insane insane story yeah man there was another one where i found out the power of spirituality is before i started meditating i remember i was in my dorm about to go to a party this is b- back when i was doing drugs and i am basically like rolling a joint right i'm in i'm in my like study my dorm and i'm just rolling this joint and i'm like yeah i'm going to smoke i'm going to go out have fun um and all of a sudden bro i just start crying and i'm not yeah. someone that just cries that often but i start bawling my eyes out man and i'm like why the hell am i crying i'm about to go to a party i'm smoking a joint like why the hell would i be crying right now anyways fast forward i messaged my mom and 
this is something I would never do. Tell my parents about my emotions. It's yeah. I would never do this. But I decided I'm gonna tell her. I don't get a respond. I don't get any response. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's fine. I smoke and I move on with my life. Later on, my mom calls me, and she's like, I was doing a meditation at the center, for healing, mm. and healing your family. And when you had messaged me at that time, that's when I was doing the meditation. And she has a friend that was there as well. And even her friend was like, like there to prove that this was true. Because I was like, I was a very skeptical person. So I was like, there's no way. But so when she was meditating for you, you were you were in tears that time. She was in Dubai mm. at a meditation center, meditating to heal trauma mm. for family. I was in the UK. Rolling a joint, getting ready to go to a party. Mm. No idea what my mom was doing. She had no idea what I was doing, but somehow that meditation she did connected. Connected, and I just started crying, Damn. crying my eyes out. And I was like, "It's just spirituality, religion. There's something about it that's just real, man. And I know science only looks at things they can prove." But electricity is something you can't see, but there's proof of, right? You can't see it, but your phone charges, and so there's proof. So many people, same I think, thing with over time, who speaking about it, yeah, and people don't listen to it, yeah. And I think so many people say about practices like three six nine, yeah, writing down three six nine. And I used to write it down, then I kind of slacked at that habit of doing it. And I really want to get back up, get back at it. It's basically whatever you want, you write it. Three times in the morning, six times in the afternoon, and nine times at night. Yeah. And apparently, I have a friend, a close friend of mine, who told me the same thing. She likes to do. You should adopt this. And uh, so yeah, I'm really. I started it, but then I slacked up a bit. But I really feel those are things I have to get back into as well. Yeah. You will see a change in your life, which is like I said, magical. Yeah. It is magical, but people don't accept it. People think it's all this universe talk and all, but. And I'm telling you, people have been talking about it. Yeah. So many people are over the past, and many, many famous people are talking about the power of manifestation. Hundred percent. How they visualize the outcome that they really want in their lives, with being in a position of complete unfavorable outcomes. Yeah. As well. I mean, that's I, got to say something, right? Yeah, I've been saying this in podcasts a lot, but I just want to say real quick, like shout out to pain and suffering, because if I did not go through pain and suffering, if you did not go through pain and suffering, you wouldn't have changed permanently. And we wouldn't be here today. The choices we made at that time. And so I want to say shout out to pain and suffering. Shout out to us for making those choices. And man, I think we've been going on for two hours now. And you're not <laughs> alone. People should know that you're not alone. Thanks. People have lived that journey. I have lived it. He has lived it. And we have been through so much. You know, people say one thing when I like, ah, oh, yeah, but you had this one, you had that one. No, I I didn't have. Like uh, for me, it was completely unfavorable in many ways. I only yeah. had family support and love. Like from them to do something, but look at the other side of things. Like, oh damn, dude, it was so bad. Like I was not feeling my half my body. It was everything was unfavorable. Yeah. So people should know you're not alone. You have people who have done it. Your people who have come over, who have overcome it, and your people who are excelling at it. Yeah. So you th- there is uh, support out there. And just remember as well that your past does not define you. Your genetics and your parents' genetics do 100%. not define you. 100%. None of that defines you. Psychology says it does, but it doesn't. I study psychology; it does not. What defines you is the sum of habits that you invest your energy and consciousness and focus into today. That's all that makes you who you are. Dude, and it doesn't matter where you are, what you did, how bad you messed up. 
doesn't matter yeah. even until yesterday you want to change today that is the question do you want to make those choices today then you can do it that's and why i say it's yeah. never it's never too late every opportunity every day is never like every day every minute every second is an opportunity to change today you look at like you're talking about looking yourself in the mirror and saying i love you if you look at yourself in the mirror today you look at yourself in the mirror tomorrow there will be more than a million cells that were there yesterday that have died mm. and there will be more than a million cells that weren't there yesterday but have formed so yes you look the same but your body like the way it functions it, you're a completely new human being every single day yeah. and i think people you just, have a chance yeah, you have a choice to day. make a different out, uh, outcome literally yeah. and it's just like i said even even until yesterday it doesn't matter as long as you start today as long as you decide to start today yeah i think i think uh That's a great place to end it because we're right. definitely it's been two hours. <laughs> yeah. it, it, we, we could go on for so much longer. Um, but Sajid, do you have like a last, um, some last message? I was gonna say last words, but that sounds, <laughs> sounds that sounds way too. <laughs> that sounds like it's killing me. <laughs> that sounds like you're dying on this podcast. Um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last words sounds a bit wrong. But do you have like a last message that you want to give uh, before? you plug yourself on your instagram and everything you're doing you are one decision away from a completely different life i love that i'll leave you at that i'll leave you at make better choices in your life few things you want to do you want to change i know a lot of people want to know the main key points of it right you want to change your life start seeing how you've been living from the past months years what you've been what all have you been investing your 24 hours in write out the four five things that you want your life to revolve around that could be your work your passion the hobbies that you want to adopt in your life and make sure your entire 24 hours is only spent on those few things and very importantly i have to end it with this but very importantly learn the power of the word n learn the power of the word no you have to say a lot of no's to get those things in your life uh, action so um write down a plan surround your entire life with the things that you only want to do your 24 hours the only things that you want to do and uh, learn the word say no i love that man thank yep. you so so much for being here bro um, absolute pleasure it was meant to be one hour we went on for two and wow. two plus wow. and i think we could go on for much longer because i have sure. a lot to ask that i didn't get to ask um where can people find you what are your next things that you want people to be aware of and can we hear your song <laughs> okay so you can find me on instagram which is sujit story s u j i t h story on linkedin it's sujit koshi vergis again facebook sujit koshi vergis you can find me there and uh, what's next in line is very interesting so i'll announce it here so i am at the verge of getting launched as a dj amazing so uh, i've been learning Congrats. from the past 2 3 months shout out to dj rb uh, but yeah so getting in the final stages of it so that's something i'm very passionate about and i have finally had some good planning to learn it and uh, you know getting there so it's a very short while away and the rap okay so i'm i'm thinking which one cuz i've spit almost the same thing in different places you know so um i'll say okay let me spit this one yo Sometimes there are thoughts that are off a wag got to confess this like repelling mad so I'm down with this listen don't distract all I want to do is get you back on track and my time I've seen made some mistakes 
doing some things that were not in my place but I feel so enraged that my life is a game no matter what I do I'm back the same place there are days I wish I could move my legs stop the violence goes over my head I got the bars but let me show you some scars that I got in this fight you probably disregard me to the 1 to the A to the Z still be screaming out SKV I hate to say this but life has changed sometimes a god that I don't relate close the doors to many that came but babe I now see the flare we shared K to the A to the R to the I let me take you last time on a memory ride slit on a side and she looks so great couldn't take my eyes off your pretty face out came a storm just for a name on a page and left the girl with a kiss on a stage probably lost the girl that I love so much took it to the distance but I still never budge roller coaster but she loved my hugs god I'm loving this big bad tug but life the one that's just playing this game confusing me with the truth of the fame step back us and my fear run tame but I back like bane on enemies lane I'm to change get my haters in place listen boys I ain't back down from a race cuz I'm born the same and I fought my way come at me you probably go insane wow <laughs> well started now nah, that was amazing yeah. man i'm excited wow yeah. thank you again for being here man thank you so much for your time and energy and effort and stories and everything you've gone through to be able to say this it was a pleasure to have you on the second season um for everyone that's watching this on youtube please subscribe like comment if you have anything that you want to say to sujit like message him on instagram and write it down um tell him how you find him inspiring ask him any questions and thank you guys so much for listening um thank you yeah that's thank it man you. thank you guys so much